welcome to the night owl. The meeting place, those things that keep you up at night. The content may contain graphic language and disturbing scenarios that I can assure you are not for the faint of heart, so listener's discretion is advised. I'm your host, Isaiah, and if you're still with me, lock your doors, check those windows, turn out the lights, get as comfortable as you can. You won't be sleeping at night. You've been warned. Hey guys, welcome to the Night Owl, and today is a very special day because it is Halloween, my favorite holiday. I hope you guys are having an amazing day, trick-or-treating, watching some horror movies, doing any and everything you can to celebrate this day properly. And since it's Halloween, I figured I'd release a Night Owl episode a little earlier this week, on the day of. For tonight's episode, I relied on some help from some buddies of mine to really add some life to these stories. So sit back, get comfortable, lock your doors, check those windows. You won't be sleeping tonight. I've done a lot of interrogations, petty crime, drug deals gone bad, even murders from time to time. The month of October seemed to really bring out the worst in people. Or maybe it was just me associating the two. In my experience, I've come across personalities of all kind. Maniacal, violent craze to some with more of a moral code. Either way, they all had something in common. They were always innocent. Despite the evidence against them, they made me work for a confession. It was Halloween, and I had to go in. I promised I'd go out with my friends and family for Halloween this year, but I got a call saying there was a special case, and it was urgent. I get in the spirit when I can. I have a tradition of making a solid dinner with one of my favorite desserts. The graveyard shift is what I call it. Red velvet cake with a peanut butter frosting, with a couple of secret ingredients. A couple of years ago, I brought it to a neighborhood block party, and it was a hit. People loved it. This year, I wouldn't have a chance to make it, and I was just as upset as my family who looked forward to it. I got a call. I'll be right there. I pull up to the department, and there's something in the air tonight. I have my moments where things just feel off to me, and tonight was no different. What we got tonight? They caught him. Who? Mr. Smiles. Benny Rogers, a.k.a. Mr. Smiles, for his trademark he left behind, is one of the most chilling serial killers I've ever heard of. He's been an elusive monster for the past years, terrorizing the coast. He'd leave his victims' eyes wide open and with a smile stitched in their face. He took his time with them, and it was clear each victim suffered. What's even more chilling is he'd make his victims read a poem out loud before he took their lives. Having to listen to the recording was not easy, ever. Tonight in my final hours, where minutes last for a while, 
Even if I'm scared and upset, you'll always find me with a smile. The neighborhood was sent into a frenzy when a neighbor had fallen victim. The Kelsons were some of the sweetest people I've met. They were new to town and decided to host a party to get to know everyone. I was in attendance and made sure to bring my famous cake, which they loved. I even made them a personal one as a welcoming gift. It wasn't shortly after that that the news came in they were victims of Benny. I took it pretty rough. I refused to listen to the tapes. I, I couldn't. Walking into this interrogation room felt like a trek through mud. My knees were like jelly, my feet and heart heavy. I was about to sit across from true evil. I'd finally be able to put a face to the monster who'd be capable of doing the things he did. The room was dimly lit. There was a tall, athletic built, an oddly composed man sitting, waiting, staring at the mirror. Smiling. On the way in, my partner pulled me into the viewing room first. Hey, sorry about this, but figured you'd be the best one for it. You okay? Where'd you find him? Sitting in the parking lot of a school. We got tipped off by someone who said they saw a car in the neighborhood that seemed unusual. They moved to different places along a particular street. He's been sitting like this since we brought him in, just smiling at us. Let's get this fucker put away. My heart was pounding and my stomach was empty, but still felt heavy. I took a deep breath before I walked into the room. His hands folded, smiling eyes both fixed on me. Benny Rogers? Call me Smiles. So you guys finally figured me out, I see. Took you long enough. Mr. Rogers. I said call me Smiles. I find Mr. Rogers slightly ironic. His tone grew a little darker, but his smile was fixed. Okay, Smiles. Thank you. Why? Why? Oh, you mean why'd I start killing? Well, my first kill was a slight accident. You see, that's how the whole smile thing started. I felt bad for what I did. So to feel better, I arranged their face in a smile. So everyone was happy. As time went on, I just got tired of those fucking frowning faces before I did away with them. How many? A gentleman never kills and tells. I slowly grew sick, realizing there was no soul in this thing that I sat across from. He was an empty vessel. It felt like an eternity. He described what he did to his victims, and some point of his story took pleasure out of it. The Kelsons? Truly felt like I've known them for some time. Well, I watched them for quite some time. They say it's interesting to know someone behind closed doors. Truth be told, they were angels through and through. That's why I made sure they smiled. It took everything in me from reaching across that fucking table and making sure he'd never be able to speak again. Never heard again. And my partner came in. We have all we need to put this guy away. His satisfaction made me sick. But my work was done. Only a couple hours had passed, but it felt like an eternity. I'd still be able to go home and see my family. Not sure how I could face them, but this sure as hell make me appreciate them more. 
as I got up to leave. That cake of yours was amazing, by the way. What? The cake you made. You know, for the get-together they threw to meet the neighborhood? I wanted to get to know the neighbors, too, so I made sure I was in attendance. Got to know you all pretty well. It's unfortunate I didn't get to spend more time with your family. After the Kelsons, I plan to pay you a visit. Truly. Happy Halloween. My friends refuse to let me be great. And by great, I mean just hang back and enjoy the better side of Halloween. That doesn't involve me having to get dressed and or go outside to deal with all the madness that is this holiday. A bunch of drunk angels who will pray for forgiveness tomorrow and devils being, well, themselves without trying to hide it. So there's this popular haunted house attraction that everybody loves. One of the biggest in the state. My friend managed to get tickets for the Halloween night, so the persistence was strong in this one. Get up. We're going. Nope. Yes. Damn. Fine. The streets were flooded. It was even hard to park. Two was a crowd, and anything more than that, in my opinion, is illegal, and this fucking place was a walking crime scene. My friends were getting a kick out of this. I always felt like crowded places mixed with costumes is just a dangerous combo. I've watched many horror movies to know. The line started in a parking lot. There were tailgaters, music blaring, people really drunk off their asses, but having the best time, I guess. For me, it was cold, and I was kind of over it. But I didn't want to hear anyone's mouth. We've could have gone early on, but everyone couldn't make up their minds, so we missed out. But you know what? Part of me enjoyed the chill in the night. Finally felt like fall. As we're waiting on a line, we hear 12 different conversations. Everyone's speculating what the haunted house is in terms of what they've heard about it. I hear they can touch you. They better fuck not. Well, you have to sign a consent form. The last part was true. When you get to a certain point in the long line, you have to sign a consent form. And then wait on a longer line to get into the actual attraction. I was really hoping this thing was going to be worth all the hype. Two hours into waiting, finally looked like our time was coming up. The place looked... Well, no, it was an abandoned asylum. I forgot to mention that. So, of course, the stories about ghosts and other shit was thick in the air tonight. It was our time to go in. We walk up, and there's a guy about 6'8", standing at the door with an executioner's hood on, leading us in, but one by one. We had to go in separately. My nerves were on a level I didn't think was possible. My friends go in first, of course, and I'm last. As I walk through a thick fog with flickering lights, it's hard to see much of anything besides thick shadows. I bumped into a few walls as well as a few people pretending to be them. At first, I couldn't hear anyone over the ominous music playing. This really was fucking me up and it was only the beginning. Literally, the walk to the actual attraction. You know that feeling where it feels like someone is right behind you, on your heels, following your cadence? 
close enough that you can feel your hairs on the back of your neck almost touch them. Yeah. That's what I felt walking through this hall. But was entirely too petrified to even think of turning around to look. I continued down the hall and that's when I hear screams. A wave of them. I figured it was the attraction, but it oddly sounded like pandemonium outside. I kept walking. I stumbled over what felt like a body. It was hard to see anything in that fog. Next thing you know, an alarm sounds, and over the loudspeaker, everyone is to evacuate the premises calmly and quickly. The music cut. And it was just me standing there. The fox still lingered, but I could make out someone ahead slowly walking towards me. I can't find the exit either, I called out. But they kept slowly walking towards me, pretty tall, but shrouded in shadows. Finally, I hear, Police, freeze. It startled the fuck out of me. Flashlights blinded me as I turned around to see what looked to be Four, maybe five policemen. Are you okay? Um, yeah, I'm fine. I just couldn't see where I was going. Follow this officer out. Take him. We'll find him. That's what I heard them say. The one cop took me with haste, told me to follow him out and just be careful. As we're walking out, I noticed them examining the dummy I tripped over on the way in. Yeah, there's the exit. Crowds are filing out, and it's actually kind of crazy how quick it emptied out. I found my friends. You okay? Uh, yeah. That shit was a lot. You guys know what happened? I'll tell you in a car, one of my friends said. We make our way to the lot, and we all settle in the car. And just continue to fall into the line of the caravan exiting. So, what the hell happened? Someone in the attraction is pretending to be a worker, had already killed two people inside. Wait, the dummy, I said. What? Did you guys stumble over a body on the way in through that hall? No, they all said in unison. I did. And when the alarm rang out, I was on my way to the next room, but I I saw someone walking towards me. The car ride got very still after that and quiet. That was my last haunted house. That was our last haunted house. So guys, that's all we have for you tonight. I hope you guys have an amazing Halloween, spooky Halloween, a fun Halloween, full of candy, great company, and great experiences, especially great chills. Sleep tight. Trick or treat. <laughs>